Hey boys, what's hey. up? What's up? <laughs> hey. Yeah, Happy man, Thursday. I'm feeling good. How are you? How are you guys doing? I'm good, good, good. This is a, it's a lovely Thursday. It is. It Quite is a lovely Thursday. Yeah. Quite it's a lovely a Thursday. Oh it's man, the weather's Thursday. been amazing. It really has. Yeah, at least on the East has Coast. How, how are things out there on the California coast? There, Greg. Uh, California's good, man. It's been actually really nice weather here, as you can imagine. Um, yeah. Yeah, good, good, good mood out here. Progress being made. Stuff's opening back up. Yeah, it's nice to see. It's nice to see. It's it, good it, to see. It, <laughs> it, it has been a week of progress, boys. Big progress, time. indeed, indeed. Big time. Millions. My goodness, so much positivity going around. Maybe you yeah. guys want to share what's what's going on in your all's world that's radiating so much positivity. <laughs> Go ahead, Greg. Well, um, I, well, I don't know, bro. It's just like, you know, I come outside, sun's shining, and all the birds are chirping, you know. Greg and I got vaccinated. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's true. I, yes. I did, that's, I did get, that's, yeah. that's what he was fishing for. He was fishing yeah. for. Oh, right, right, right. I was. I was. Yeah. I was. I, I was. Forgot. Man, I'm over that. I'm over that. I'm oh, so yeah. happy for you guys, man. I'm so happy yeah, for you guys. You guys got thanks. your shots. You're clean. We got our shots. Got yeah. the shots. Yeah. Slept, a, slept a bit. Got the shot, slept a bit, yeah. and now here we are. Yes. Yeah, it, it felt felt a little bit of uh, the, the side effects, mm. but uh, you know, it's a uh, yeah, it's a step forward. Yeah, so, man. Um, I'm sure very soon ev- everyone will have had the chance, and it's going to be glorious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Soon enough. Soon enough. Yeah. I'll get there it'll with happen. you guys. It'll I happen. Promise. Oh yeah, I promise. I, I imagine. <laughs> I imagine it'll be very very soon. It'll happen. It'll happen. Ah, yeah. So pumped. Uh, do you, do you, Nick, do you feel like I, I can see the positivity and the rays of hope like emanating from mm-hmm. from your visage? I'm I mean, you're just like down. glowing. I'm no, to no you're glowing, man. You okay. can't hold. It's just a <laughs> zoom background. It is. Oh, yeah. that's it's what that halo. is. I put the halo effect. <laughs> that's what that is. <laughs> no, you you can't put this lightning under a under a basket, man. You no, can't man, I'm it. so psyched. Yeah, no, I was so excited, and and I got to the place. It's at the it's here in Hagerstown at the outlets is the mass vaccination site, and then everybody would make eye contact with me. I was like, right, <laughs> and they're just like crazy person, <laughs> <laughs> crazy person. Yeah, so. at at, uh, at my uh, my site uh, was at USC. Uh, mm. pharmacy school mm-hmm. so there are a lot of like the, the the students were helping out sure. as volunteers or whatever there you go and uh, you know so you had these college kids that were you know as uh, sort of the first people you'd see when you got through the line and uh, you know they've got clipboards and iPads to scan your whatever and one, one of them was I think you know he'd probably been there all day and was bored was like hey can we try to get you guys to do a wave <laughs> <laughs> and like some people were into it, but it was also kind of like maybe after we get the shot. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> or just nah. <laughs> or just yeah, maybe just imagine. Like we're doing it in our heads. We're yeah. we're all happy to be here. It's great. That's nah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, well, I'm, I'm not vaccinated, but I am happy to be here. I'll be vaccinated soon. I'm in definitely the last category. I don't have any major health issues. I'm um, middle age. I'm I, I, I'm not an essential worker by any stretch of the imagination. So, you know, I, I'm yeah. last in line, but I'll be I'll I get there with that, you guys. Was I there promise. a carve out for essential podcasters? Was that a thing? Mm-hmm. Gosh, I should check. I should check. Yeah. You know, yeah. we are providing kind of an essential service. A lot of oh, this people is, have said to kidding? me that this is the one thing that's kept them going throughout this past are year. Are you kidding? Of course we are. 
Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. So, yeah, maybe I'll just show up tomorrow and just say, and I'll just bring my mic. I, uh, Look, I, I, I have a podcast. I'm a podcaster. I understand that, that that's kind of what gets me in, no? Well, it's a, it's a little strange, you know, because uh, so my little brother, Austin, he's a, he's a, he, he teaches people online. Sure. So he put he put educator, and they were like, okay, come on. You know, so he, he got vaccinated before my our, our old man, who's like in his sixties. Oh, <laughs> yeah, and I was like, uh, I was tracking the situation because I was like, is he gonna like, is this gonna fly? <laughs> uh, but luckily, my dad was able to get his shot shortly nice. after. Nice, you know. But there's this weird it, little it, buffer, I, you know. So I say anybody who shows up should get theirs, man. Oh, absolutely. That's, awesome. well, that's awesome. and that's what they're doing. Seems to be at the this case. point. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, they didn't. They're at least in California. Apparently, they're not even allowed to ask you what your medical condition is. <laughs> like they're not even allowed to. Wow. So, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Maryland's got a pre-registration thing, and then base oh, at least for the one that I went to, every single I ran into like twenty people, and they're like ID and barcode. So I had to have like the barcode yep. from the pre-registration thing. Yeah, that's how it worked up. for me too. Yeah. 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 Cool. So. Oh, bird, bird clock. clock is so excited. He's excited. Did he, did he get his? Oh, I, dude, he was I, the I first. First year. <laughs> he was first in line. That's right. Yeah. And I told him, birds can't essential. even get this thing. But it was like ham, it was like you need to bird. do this for you, you do it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He so want to talk about essential. Front line. Yeah. Like, <laughs> front line. I think it was bird clock and then Mike Pence. What's more important in time than Mike Pence number two? That's right. Bird clock and then Mike Pence. That's right. That's right, baby. Uh, oh, jeez. All right. Well, this this week uh, we are serving all comers. So no matter what your tier or your status, you're welcome here at this podcast. Come on in. Come yeah. on in. So what do you yep. say we get this thing started? Let's do Let's it. Do it. Yeah, yes, that's right. Huh. Now two thirds vaccinated. It's yeah. you should check it out. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah, sixty six percent, sixty seven percent. If you round up, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, relatively safe. It's mm-hmm. you should check it out. This is episode eighty seven, guys. Wow. And my name is Jay. And I'm Nick. And I'm Greg. And man, spring has sprung. There is there are flowers blooming. There are birds. Chirping, we got bird clock. He's just—I mean, he's just yeah. horny as hell sitting back there. <laughs> I, would, I mean, I'd be—I would be too. He didn't even get out last year. I he's believe it's called Twitterpated, is what they Disney's <laughs> vernacular. Right? That's right. <laughs> oh, a Bambi reference coming down uh-huh. on 80, episode eighty-seven. Hey, I waited for eighty-seven. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. It's a long time. Better late than never. So we mm-hmm. are ready to go. We got some great content for you today. Uh, Greg is going to be talking about uh, robots. Am uh-huh. I? I'm, That's yeah, right. yeah. I'm going to be talking about uh, sports. Okay. Hey now, because why not? Uh-huh. And Nick's going to be talking about robots playing sports. Yeah, robot sports. <laughs> <laughs> robots. Robo Robo Wars. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, I can't. Oh I can't think of anything a, a better setup for this episode than that. So, Greg, with that in mind, take it away, buddy. Hey, thank you, thank you, Jay. Um, happy Thursday, everybody, and uh, let's kick it off with with some jams, man. I heard this uh-huh. jam today when I was uh, doing my my hill climbs, and uh, it was the jam. So listen to this jam.
Yes, sir. Oof. Man, that's yes. hip. Man, I'm glad you think us, so, man. Tell us about that, Greg. That's, that's, I, I honestly that's don't awesome. know too much about it. I can tell you some, some, something about each of the individuals that are in it, but that is a band called Gar- Garage à Trois, <laughs> and uh, it features Stanton Moore, who I believe plays in the band Galactic. He's a drummer. Okay. Okay. Is that yeah. correct? Okay. Um, sure. He is a world-class drummer that I actually I followed and I saw play in New Orleans once. Who's really really sick. And then you had uh, Charlie Hunter. Yeah. On Ooh. you know he's in this band as well as Skerrick, who is a sax player. Kind of uh, he falls in line with like the jam bands, but. He's pretty progressive too, and that's kind of where all this stuff sits for me. To me, it's like elevated jam band status, yeah, you know? Yeah, definitely. Excuse yeah. me, I got. I had a little. Whew, I'm, I'm sipping on a, uh, a little brewski here. Excuse me. Hey, okay. all right. <laughs> there we go. That's better. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, so uh, let's see. We had I said Stanton Moore on drums, Charlie Hunter who plays. I mean, he's a guitarist. Uh, he was um, someone who came out with like the sort of extended range guitars. He- he Quite was really a while ago, back in like the early two thousands. Like, yeah. oh yeah, that's when yeah, I started. Still, didn't he have like bass and guitar on one? Exactly. In- is that what's his thing? Yeah. Yeah. So he still kind of does that. Although, um, another uh, member of this band, at least on this recording, I believe, is uh, Marco Benevento. He's a uh, well-known keyboard organist. Uh, okay. Plays with a lot of like jam again hip jam stuff i'm not like that that's really more of wyan's world we should call him again not tonight though <laughs> we'll leave him alone tonight no it, uh, it's cool though it does sound like extended jam stuff like kind of like it, what right it, it does sound a lot like galactic from the stuff that i've heard mm-hmm. but yeah, a little yeah. Desky martin and wood kind of exactly yeah. that's it that's yeah that's what we're talking about that's that's the uh, direction yeah so cool, uh, anyway I'm, I'm glad you guys like that stuff I, I figured there's probably no way in hell you wouldn't but <laughs> anyway i dig it yeah. You give me that. God, get up. Put an organ on top of a, it. Come on. Give yeah. Me, come on. But those what are some serious me? players, man. So, hats yeah. off. Um, that yeah. song was called The Epic. The Epic. <laughs> the Epic. Noted. And um, there you have it. So, yeah, go check that out. Garage à Trois. Now, jumping on to the topic I'm bringing in this week. Yes, sir. I saw this yeah, cool Rolling Stone article. Um, I mean, actually, I had to click on this, you know, I had to click on this headline. The headline says, in computero, (laughs) hear how AI software wrote a quote unquote new Nirvana song. Oh, boy. boy. And I was like, oh, what the, what is going on? Is this going to be like the hologram thing that happened a couple years ago? Anyway. Uh a computer-generated Nirvana song. I, I must yeah. know more. Tell me. Well, what's, the, what's going on? So, <laughs> <laughs> as it turns out, what happened is there's a uh, there's a project which is named "The Lost Tapes of the Twenty Seven Club," and it features songs written and mostly performed by machines in the styles of other musicians who died at twenty seven. So you have a Kurt Cobain one, mm-hmm. a Jimi Hendrix, Jim Morrison, Amy Winehouse. You know, we all know the Twenty Seven Club. The Twenty Seven Clubs, all the mm-hmm. famous musicians who died at the age of tragically at the age of twenty seven. Yes, yes, and by the way, I must, uh, I would be remiss to not mention the fact that uh, this Monday was. Uh, the 27th anniversary of Kurt Cobain's death. Was it really? 20. Whoa. 27 wow. years. So it's kind of like we're on the other end. Like, yeah, he, he lived for 27 years. He's yeah. been dead for 27 years. I remember yeah. that day. 
Oh yeah, I'm sure you do too, I, boys. I I just remember hearing that when I was in middle school and just like, oh yeah, okay, all right. It's heavy. Yeah, yeah. It still is. You know, I've said it on the show before that if someone, if you had to ask me what my favorite band of all time is, it's it's Nirvana. Nirvana. For me. It, I you've been very keep, consistent on that. It's true. Mm-hmm. It's it, because the thing is, no matter what, I mean, I've taken the deep dive with all the, you know. <laughs> The, 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 the you you dip your toes in everything. You've taken you a deep dive on most. Yeah, yeah, but the, for sure, it's not the only band that I've ever you know taken a deep dive with. But there's, I don't think I will ever come across an artist that I was so immersed in their every single thing. Like, yeah, yeah. it was yeah. also it, 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 you have to understand this is before the internet. Yeah, yeah. So I remember Definitely. going to France once to visit family, and I found like some book that was just like some, some unauthorized Nirvana book like bio you know kind of biography or whatever mm-hmm. and yeah. i bought it just because it had all these cool pictures of them and now right. you can just do a google image search or like right. follow one of the th- thousands of instagram pages completely devoted to just posting stuff like that all day but yeah. it's a, it's know, a lot you, like nick with the doobie brothers you know it's oh, just yeah. exactly kind of like well, exactly. i wouldn't i don't even know if i'd compare it to that i mean that's a whole <laughs> level of geekdom but no it's essentially just memorizing the words and then eventually you know and and really being inspired to uh, pick up an instrument and try to play along with it, you know. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. anyway, nice. I'm sure I know we were all affected by. You couldn't have grown up in the '90s and not been affected by Nirvana somehow. For sure, for sure. Yeah. So why are computers making Nirvana music now? What's the well, deal? Sorry, I know I'm 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 going off on the the uh, deep end. Here, <laughs> What's but, the deal? With uh, the What's computer? the deal? Tell me the story behind this the computer <laughs> thing. So the project is the work of something called Over the Bridge. All right, it's an organization based in Toronto that helps members of the music industry struggling with mental illness. Oh, so there's wow. actually this was a project, just an experiment that's designed to bring awareness to like mental illness in the musical community. Yeah, that's cool. Um, and so this recreation of uh, of Nirvana is um, based on about twenty or thirty Nirvana songs being broken down, put into MIDI files. <laughs> and then tossed into the computer and then telling the computer, like, make something that's kind of like this, you know? <laughs> and this, apparently they say, like, it spits out 90% of just complete garbage. It sounds awful. But then there's these yeah. little moments and then they capture these little moments and then they build songs around it. They do the same thing with the lyrics. They spit lyrics into a computer or I should say they shove lyrics into a computer and then the computer spits something else back <laughs> out. Again, it'll be like complete random. Although with Nirvana lyrics, it's that's pretty much how it, it works, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But, uh, but uh, or they would essentially like, you know, kind of pick and choose some moments. And so the instruments are actually MIDI for the most part. So they're computer generated and computer performed mm-hmm. instruments. Mm-hmm. But then they would, uh, at least for this Nirvana one, they brought in a singer from a popular Nirvana tribute band to actually like mimic the ah, voice. So the voice clever. is not computer generated, okay? But the lyrics and all of the instruments are. We should play, we should play the uh, the song so that everyone kind of hear it. Yeah, let's yeah, hear it. yeah, definitely, definitely. What's the name of this one? This is this the computer is generated new Nirvana song with it's computer called, generated lyrics, right? Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, called yeah, yeah. Drowned in the sun. Here you go.
there you go. I, you know, what do you think? Yeah, Greg, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to hear your opinion of that. Oh, I mean, I can't like, okay. <laughs> I, I appreciate this project. I think it's really cool uh, that they're, you know, breaking stuff down like this and just seeing what happens. Um, it's not like I could sit, uh, you know, now that I know how the sausage is made, like, it, it's, like be- it's like beyond meat or something. <laughs> but, what if, but what if you didn't? <laughs> yeah, yeah, if I, yeah, yeah. Like if you played this for me and were like, this is an unreleased Nirvana song or something like that? Yeah, like a demo. Yeah. We, or like, okay. Or like, yeah, this, they, I would like, probably they be, early well, tracked it. Like, would you believe that? Again, I took I taken such a deep dive. I'd be like, "There's no way I would. I've never heard this." You know, <laughs> like, sure. uh, sorry, but uh, no, but if okay, if, we'll yeah. take the logistics out of this. Yes, like, do you I, believe right, right, it right, as yeah. a, as a Nirvana song? No, there's okay. like some some things about it that I would say aren't. Be specific. Come on, come on. Let's nerd uh, out. Like when it gets heavy and it's just kind of like just on the kick and the cymbal, boom, 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 boom. The drums. I, 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 yeah, the drums are the drums are convincing in the verse, but not in the chorus. Okay. Yeah, but they're not—they're not like they're not as tight as they would be. Yeah, that might be something. Of, yeah. yeah, I could yeah. see my, you noticing my, that. My more thing than was me. that that little riff that they play after the chorus, which I thought was really clever that they threw in like a little extra riff after the chorus. Mm-hmm. Yes, but they would have broken that up some different way, right? Like they would have thrown in like a little break there or something. I don't know. But, yeah, no, I mean, it's it's incredible, but it's just. It, you know, again, it's, it's a computer pretty, version of like a Nirvana. Pretty darn good, and and I, I oh, agree yeah. with you. Once I read like how they did this, it was much less intimidated by this whole concept. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's not like, like, like the yeah. whole like chunk it into like different parts, yeah. feed the parts in, let them generate individual parts, and then work through what's garbage and what's not. Yeah, it's which like, apparently okay, it's like a curated approach. Yeah, yeah it's, it's basically right. an idea generator. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, exactly. Yeah. But it's um, cool. It's very cool. Very cool. And I love. Cool. I love like the the like the the focus of the project. Exactly. Bring, like, it's it's for a good cause. Yeah. So yeah. you want to listen to one more like the the Amy Winehouse one, and then uh, we can move on. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Let's do that. Totally. Uh, the Amy Winehouse one, I think, is called "Man I Know." Here it is. Well, you know, I got no idea. I got nothing to say. It's all wrong. And I like to get on going. Trouble is showing with this song. I have seen it all. But it doesn't show one bit My mind never rests Except for when he says I'm going back on to the living My man, I know it My man, I know I love that man. I it's love so it. Fun. It's I just love so it. funny that a computer is just spitting these words out. They like make no sense. Yeah. I mean, but I think it. Yeah. I think it. I think it's important to say for anyone who's not like catching what we're throwing down here. Like, 
the computers are not taking over the world. Like it's, mm. it's not like the computers no. are creating this really. Right, they are right. generating a set of like chord structures, rhythms that are loosely based and and lyrics that are loosely influenced based. heavily by yeah right yeah. influenced by and curated by humans mm-hmm. right into a song and but then the brilliance of that why what makes it sound like an amy winehouse song is the interpretation by the human performers who are yes. performing that yes you know right. it's, it's in both the, the nirvana case and in this case it's done by a person whose job it is to imitate Kurt Cobain and Amy Winehouse, and they do it very well. And without Mm -hmm. that, it would completely fall flat. Indeed. Just don't. I we don't. I don't want anyone to come away from this podcast thinking that we're saying that computers are taking over the music industry. No, and and listen, you know, any musician's canon can be analyzed and looked at for pat. You know, patterns Mm -hmm. will be will emerge. Right. And what's what's best at doing that? Computers. You know? Patterns, yes, absolutely. Yes, yeah. yeah as mm-hmm. far as discovering patterns, and then once you get those patterns, it's you know you, you can start to recreate some of the moods, mm-hmm. but but only with like Jay said, human performance, human curation, yeah, human exactly, human curation, human exactly. Curation. And you know, it's it may be that it's heading in a direction where you know ten ten years from now or less, it can do like a full song. Maybe I don't know. We'll see. But yeah. for now, we're okay. Yeah, no, and uh, and look, you know, it's it's true that mental illness is uh, is a problem in the musical community, and yeah. um, you know, Especially this past year, absolutely, like no joke, so, yeah, yeah. So, um, I wish them good luck, and uh, I'll hopefully, uh, yeah, keep, keep keep an eye out for it. Um, again, it's the lost twenty lost tapes of the twenty seven club. Yeah, check it out. They got a bunch yeah. of cool stuff. The Jim Morrison, some lost, quote unquote, lost Doors songs. Right. Uh, yeah. Jimi Hendrix. They got the Jimi Hendrix one is crazy. I haven't they, checked they, that out yet. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, 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 I'll <laughs> save that one for you guys. On a slightly related note, hey, hey, hope DMX is doing well. Oh, yeah. dude, it's a pretty rough situation. He's. A, he I didn't even a, hear what happened. Um, he's like in a vegetative state after a uh, drug overdose. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. His uh, ah, that's so yeah, sad. yeah. It hearts, does. Are, hearts are out to the X, man. No doubt, no doubt. So, thank you, Greg. That was really cool. That was really yeah, cool. I cool. love and and I, I again to to hammer back on that point. Like w- the thing I liked about what that project was saying was that like they're highlighting the fact that in the at least the music entertainment community that sometimes depression and you know, other mental illnesses can be almost revered or looked glorified. at as like yeah. glorified. Yeah, looked right. at as like a path to creativity and brilliance, yes. which is just not. You must be um, disturbed and and like something's wrong yeah. for you to create. Is right. very much a, yeah an ethos of certain. Genres and I know I, I think that at least since we were kids to now, I think a lot of those walls have been broken broken down, and a lot of that myth has been kind of dissolved. Because I I know when I grew up, that's kind of what I thought, you know. Mm. It, yeah, it, it's maybe, just kind of the way it was sold, you know. Like if you if you're a, right. if you want to be a rock star, you got to be crazy, you know. Um, yeah, or that like certain not, people were most creative when they were in like a really right. bad place, and that, right. that was a place you were willing to try to get to if that meant you could make better music. Right, it was an mm. idea that was kind of out there. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, I think that yeah. there's still there's still um, the, a dependency on you know, classifying 
the artist that you're trying to promote as unique. Um, mm-hmm. Sure. And that might have been, that's just something that they were able to get away with, I guess, for a while. And for sure, you know, the but by saying of like the troubled artist is always had a, an allure. Oh yeah. Well, like I'm, yeah. I mean, if you you know when you listen back to stories about Charlie Parker and mm-hmm. you know he had developed a morphine addiction from a car accident mm-hmm. injury, I guess he 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 got addicted to the morphine, couldn't get more morphine, switched to heroin. Right. Now he's a junkie, but he's the best player in New York, and all these other guys are coming like, "Hey man, right. I just started using just so I could sound like you." What's and your he's secret? Like, he's right. like, "No, don't do that. That doesn't yeah. help at all." Yeah. <laughs> or even going going back to like Van Gogh. Mm-hmm. Like doing absinthe or like drinking absinthe, and like that was supposedly like his removing parts of your body. Yeah, yeah, you know, like it's crazy, it's <laughs> crazy. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, yeah. anyway. So anyway, guys, guys, what are we doing? Guys. Like I said, spring has sprung. I'm so excited because <laughs> put me in, coach. Baseball, <laughs> hey, baseball is baseball, back, huh? baby. That's happening. Yeah, man. It Beautiful. is. It is. Opening day was last week. I know the nice. Orioles are winning some some things. The it's Orioles are up. weird. As of the time of this re- this <laughs> podcast, we are three and one and tied what? for first place in the AL East. Wow. I'll take it. Yeah, that's, yeah, we'll take it. We'll take it. <laughs> wow. pause. Can we stop here? Is that, that's yeah, like the most yeah, games. Yeah, seriously, yeah. <laughs> that's the most games they've won in like many seasons. <laughs> just, just many about, seasons. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Just about. No, I, I don't know. Before we get too far into it. Are you guys baseball fans? Hell I mean, yeah. I've, I've been a lifetime baseball fan. I kind of tuned out last year on account of the pandemic. Sure, yeah. I didn't want to watch baseball games with nobody in the stands. Yeah. Right. Plus, no, the Orioles sucked last year. They yeah. did um, suck so bad. <laughs> that's that's, that's the guys? key to me watching baseball is whether the Orioles are doing well or not. All right. Well, all right. I usually yeah. start the season off, let's do this. And then I started off an Orioles five fan. five years. Ugh. You know, ahead, Greg, sorry. Uh, no, I, I started off an Orioles fan, and then it's hard to stay you know. an Orioles fan. Well, no, I, it's not, it wasn't because <laughs> I didn't like them, or, but but I was living in D.C. and I switched to you know being a Nationals fan because they were closer. You switched, you switched over very quickly once the Nationals became a thing. <laughs> well, the thing was that like I wasn't following baseball anymore at the time, and then the there Nats came to town, and then I was like, ah, I'll go to games, <laughs> and then there was a lot of different events that. You know, as I was gigging, you know, it's like, oh, there's like, there's bands playing like before the games. You start doing that, and then you end up just kind of, you know, whatever. And there was some, there were some rough years, you know, and then, um, but we got, we got, we got a championship two seasons ago. Damn straight. Yeah. Hey, does it make me a bad person that when they, when, when the Nationals were doing well, that I went ahead and rooted for them because they were winning? No, no man. Is that okay? Are we okay nope. with that? All right, all right. Hey, all right. if you're from this area, man, you just want sports <laughs> teams to do well. I, I that's okay. No right. animosity. Plus, they're National League, so exactly, exactly, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So anyway, other side, exactly. other side, other side. I want to talk some some music in baseball, but just to get things oh, kicked okay. off, this is going to be my pick for this week. It, this is a little song called "They Are the Oakland A's."
<laughs> wow. Yes, yes, that is They Are the Oakland A's by, any guesses? Mm. Nope. I would, uh, no, no, this is, no, it's this by is a, band, a, a band, a project. They might will, be giants. <laughs> that's nah. a good guess. That's a really good guess. That would have been about the San Francisco Giants. Yeah, that's right. They'll do whatever. <laughs> they might be. Um, no, that is by the Baseball Project. Mm. A little side project featuring this. Okay. Peter Buck from okay. R.E.M. and mm-hmm. Mike Mills from R.E.M. Okay. That okay. is from their third baseball-related album called Third. Uh, wow. Huh. Fantastic. Yeah, it talks about the, uh, the newfound uh, success of the Oakland A's. The Moneyball era, Billy uh-huh. Bean. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty great stuff. No breaks between any vocal takes. It was nope. <laughs> Very good. So I'll, I'll tell you how this thing came up and why I brought up the Oakland A's. What was the um, impetus? So the impetus. I don't know if you guys saw this this story or not, but I, are you guys familiar with the the Houston Astros and the whole cheating sand oh, scandal? Oh, I believe ever. it. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're they're the they're the ones that the Nats beat. Thank God. That's right. Yeah. Yes, thankfully. Because that, you know, anyway. But yeah. despite all that, a couple years ago, the Houston Astros were caught cheating. You know, they basically were, were tipping off pitches by hitting a trash can. Yep. Everybody caught them, and now the whole world knows. And now the Astros kind of got off scot-free because last year, no fans were in the stands. So <laughs> no one, after this came to light, no one was there to like... Yeah. Woman. Or well, and, 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 they, and they weren't they were about to take like a lot of hits from pitches yes right yeah like, <laughs> which is they, exactly what happened as soon as they got to, <laughs> they opened their season with the oakland A's this year oh. uh, one of the main guys uh correa got beamed almost immediately excellent <laughs> the best part and why i send the music is while the houston astros uh lineup was being uh read off the background music played over the pa was Carrie Underwood's uh, Before He Cheats. Oh. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, I love that. Which is That's just good. a fantastic dig. I love that. I love totally. that. So I, I saw that story and my wife actually brought it up because she's a big baseball fan too. And uh, she was like, you should do, you should talk about music and baseball and how, how they relate. And I was like, okay, that's, that's kind of interesting. And the yeah. more I thought about it, it's pretty interesting. Like the mm-hmm. number of songs and rock and roll groups and and projects that have been centered around baseball sure it's america's pastime exactly it is is, absolutely and i so i wanted to kind of take this in like three i'll I'll do this in three parts if i if i may okay all right Uh, some structure wow yes that's right songs original songs that are strictly about baseball okay so that that first song they are the oakland days by the baseball project that is an original pop song that happens to be written about baseball and there are a lot and there, once I went down this rabbit hole there are a lot of American songs that have been written about baseball Angels of Fenway by James Taylor have you guys ever heard that song no it's a mm. very sweet, sweet song talking about the the ways the Red Sox always get beat by the Yankees oh <laughs> it's a very it's a beautiful song um, classics like Jolton, Jolton Joe DiMaggio. You guys know mm-hmm. that one. Mm-hmm. There's even Bob Dylan got in on the act. He's got a song called that. Catfish about really? Catfish Hunter, the pitcher. It's fantastic. There's a song by Terry Cashman called Talking Baseball. Okay. Mm-hmm. Famously parodied in The Simpsons. 
talking softball. Uh, I don't know if I, I caught that reference. Well, you remember the episode where, you know, Mr. Burns starts a softball team? Yes, yes. <laughs> it's towards the end of that episode that talking gotcha. baseball. Huh? That's fantastic. And Greg, thank you. You brought up one that I want to mm-hmm. play uh, by a by a band called the Tremiers? Tremiers? Tremiers. I don't know. Tremiers. Tremiers. I don't know. But it's a, it's a classic song. You've all heard it probably before. It's called Say Hey, and it's the Willie Mays song. It's a song about Willie Mays. It's pretty fantastic. Go get it, Say hey, Willie, go get it. What do you mean, go get it? Man, that ball's way in left field. I don't care what field is in. Willie plays all field. Every time we come to the game, you're talking about Willie plays all the field. That's right. He plays. Let's call Willie and ask him. Call him. Okay. Hey, Willie. Yes. Are you Willie Mays? Yes. Whose ball was that? Why was it? In left field. Well, that's Irving's ball. I told you that. Every time we come to the game, we got to talk about it. The next time I'm going to sit in the grandstand. Say hey, fellas. What's your name? Say who? Say Willie. Say hey. Say who? Swinging at the plate. Say hey. Say who? Say Willie. That giant kid is great. When he hits the ball, it's long gone man. Hits it farther than camp began. Swings the bats like a little lead pipe. When they reach the ball, it's overripe. Say hey, say who? Say Willie, say hey, say who? Swing it at the plate, say hey, say who? Say Willie, that giant kid is great. He runs the bases like a choo-choo. He runs the bases. <laughs> <laughs> they don't make them like that anymore, I'll tell you. That's oh, delightful. <laughs> yeah. Hey, say hey. Say hey. This is this is one that actually I, I just found out about today, and I feel bad about this because I feel like I should have known about this. Y'all know the Chicago Cubs, right? Indeed. Lovable sure. losers until mm-hmm. 2016. I think that's mm-hmm. when they won mm-hmm. their first World Series for over a century. Right. Right. The Chicago Cubs have a lot of very famous fans. Bill mm-hmm. Murray, Eddie Vedder, Eddie Vedder. Uh, that's right. Tom Morello, Tom Morello. Yeah, that's yeah, right. He's a big, he's a big Another Chicago cat. Did you know that Eddie Vedder wrote a theme song for the Chicago Cubs? Oh, did he? Yes, he did. That sounds did right. Not, I did not. <laughs> it's pretty fantastic. He wrote it in in two thousand eight <laughs> before they won. It's called and it's called Jeremy. <laughs> 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 Sorry. Why go? Uh, yeah, why no, go? It's, why called, go it's called All the Way. Having so much fun at the baseball game. Why go home? <laughs> why go home? <laughs> Stay on third. Yeah. Um, it's it's fantastic. And this is a there's a live recording of him playing this at live at Wrigley Field. It I'm so into baseball and I'm so nostalgic and nerdy for it. This song almost brought a, it almost brought a tear to my eye today. Damn. Yeah. Let's so I got to share this with you, man. That's fantastic. It's heavy. Don't let anyone say that it's just a game For I've seen other teams and it's never the same When you're born in Chicago, you're blessed and you're healed The first time you walk into Wrigley Heroes wear pinstripes, heroes in blue 
give us the chance to feel like heroes too Forever we'll win and if we should lose We know someday we'll go all the way Yeah, someday we'll go all the way We are one with the Cubs, with the Cubs we're in love yeah, hold our head high as the underdogs We are not fair-weather but foul-weather fans Like brothers in arms in the streets and the stands There's magic in the ivy in the old scoreboard The same when I stared at as a kid keeping score In a world full of greed I could never want more And someday we'll go all the way I mean, come on, come on! It's Lovely. pretty cool. That's awesome. That's got to tug the heartstrings a little bit, That's even great. if you're not a Cubs fan. Yeah, man. <laughs> like any any yeah, solo man. Eddie Vedder song on acoustic guitar is probably gonna. I mean, yeah, yeah, dude. No, <laughs> no. Listen, I mean that song is uh, is really quite touching. But honestly, f the Cubs. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> there you go. He is a baseball fan. Good. I love it. Love it. Hey, man. They're National League. <laughs> I understand. All right, so we went through originals, original songs about baseball. We played a lot mm -hmm. of them. Uh, the next category that I kind of came up with was baseball-related pop songs. Okay. Like songs that reference, are... Like they reference baseball or like they're primarily mm. about baseball? No, that they're not primarily about baseball, but have become associated Oh, I see. With the songs you're going to hear in the stands. Yeah, yeah. In in many cases, yeah. So Crowd let me give favorites. you let me give you an idea of what I'm talking about. The song "Walk of Life" by Dire Straits. Okay. You guys know that song, right? Yep. Do the walk of maybe. Yeah. Oh yeah. Anyway, okay, got it. Yeah, it's now got I got this it. organ part at the beginning. And, and, and so I've always associated that song with baseball for yeah, whatever okay. reason. Right. And and. So whenever I first was starting to think about baseball-related songs, that's the first one that popped in my head. Yeah. Why? I have no idea. Because You're right, though. You're absolutely it's, right. It's not it's a in a song. Right. It's not in a baseball movie. That was my first guess. Maybe it's in like Field of Dreams or The Natural uh -huh. or nope. something like that. But it's not. It turns out the music video from 1986 or 87 features a lot of like baseball bloopers in the original music video. Huh, mm. okay. Might have been how it got, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. But in, <laughs> apparently I'm not the only one that thinks it's baseball related. No, no, it's it's all, it, they do play it at the parks. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. 100%, yeah. Yeah, that and Enter Sandman. Right? <laughs> that's right, that's right. Mariano yeah, Rivera, that, that, was, his, that yep. was his intro, intro music when yeah, he was coming Mariano in from Rivera, the bullpen. Yeah, that's right. Coming in uh, from the bullpen. Yeah. <laughs> I also think of songs like, now again, this is for, coming from an Orioles fan, I think of Thank God I'm a Country Boy, okay. which is the song they always play at the seventh inning stretch at Camden mm -hmm. Yards. Mm -hmm. Okay. And it has no relation to anything. It doesn't have any relation to Baltimore. Just, it doesn't yeah. have a relation to the Orioles, but that's... Well, they just got the license in. rights. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That particular John Denver song. On the same tip, <laughs> in Fenway Park, if you've ever been there, seventh inning stretch, Boston Red Sox, they play Sweet Caroline 
Yes. Mm. The Neil Dimes song. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, oh. Oh, yeah. I think at uh, Nationals Park, it's uh, Take On Me. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I it's a very catchy that. song. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Does the whole crowd hit the high note? <laughs> Th- that's the thing. Is like, yeah, once it gets to that high note, they sort of drop it, and you just kind of hear like the crowd like, <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's by, by the way, that's a just a quick little nerdy reference. That's a, that's the chorus for that is great reference for a major seven. Mm-hmm. Take on me. That's nice. a major seven. Mm-hmm. There you go. A little yeah, okay, theory, right. little theory yeah, mixed into episode eighty-seven. Right? Sorry, love it. Beautiful. <laughs> more of that. Well, all right. So I, I had I, I had a couple more in that in that category. Nothing that I want to highlight because you guys have all heard these songs before. Uh, Wild thing from. Oh, the, that's sure. a good one. Major yeah. League, man. Major from, League, from yeah. the movie Major Charlie League, Sheen. right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, that's definitely absolutely that's a big one. Uh, my wife's suggestion is that we get Charlie Sheen on the podcast. Okay, and I was totally down for that, but I couldn't couldn't reach him today. So. Mm. Maybe right. Next week. Yeah, he was he was out shopping for Tiger Blood. He'd be an oh, interesting. That's, that's a, he'd be an interesting guest. That's he a ten-year-old joke. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Is that ten yeah. years ago, that happened. <sighs> Dude, something oh, like man. that. At probably. least. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, like, Glory Days, the Bruce Springsteen song, mm-hmm. which does have a specific baseball reference, but I, oh. yeah, I don't know. I was kind of always I associated with baseball. What yeah. about uh, Mrs. Robinson? He mentions Jolt, Jolt and Joe, right? Jolt and oh, that's Joe right. has left and gone away. That's right, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. He's gone away. That's right. Good call. I don't even know. Yeah, but anyway. So there you go. So, okay. Category Last section two. here. Yeah. This this is category three. Category, category three. three now. Yep. This is specific songs that have been written by popular and unpopular artists about specific baseball teams. Okay. <laughs> now this seems like it would be a very specific niche category, but there are tons of these songs out there. Sure. Especially <laughs> when you say unpopular artists. Yeah. Right. Because <laughs> it turns out that most years. Not most years, but if a team gets to a certain amount of success, they will often reach out to local musicians and get them to write a theme song right. sure. for their local yeah. hometown team. Mm-hmm. And these are typically of the period, right? So, right. you know, so you're mentioning it's, it's, who's on the field at that time and what the, yeah. And also musically, the genre will ah. often reflect the time okay. period in which it was created. It's going to sound like the time it was made. Got it. But again, as a Baltimore Orioles lifetime fan, I have to go. The classic for this is Orioles Magic. Mm. Right. Which, I mean, it's just, it's it's a genre-defining pick here. Okay. And, uh, you know, I can't describe it any other way than just to play it. We should it's, just listen to it. It's yeah, beauty. Something magic happens Every time you go You make the magic happen Magic of Orioles baseball When the game is close And the yokes are hot There's a thundering roar from 34 To give it all they've got And you never know Who's gonna hear the call Every game does a different star That's the magic of Orioles baseball Magic, 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 magic. 
That's timeless. I don't care what mm-hmm. you say, that's timeless. F- funny aside about that story is I used to work as an intern at the Sports Met Legends Museum and Babe Ruth Museum in downtown Baltimore. Mm, and yeah. uh, for a time, I was a docent, which is basically leading kids through the museum and giving them tours. Okay. Talking mm-hmm. about the Orioles and classics and stuff like that. But I, most of my job involves sitting out in the lobby waiting for people to come in to tell them what would happen. And that song would play on a loop. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so you it, would, nice. it would come around about once every five minutes. Oh. And oh, my yeah, God. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Da, 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 da. I, I'll tell you, I've probably yeah. only heard that four or five times in my life, and um, it's old. It's great. Yeah. Old, so I can only imagine. <laughs> no, that's a great song. <clears throat> but this whole segment has just been a lead up to this moment right here. Okay. Because you talk, you want to talk about genre defining. <laughs> I you hope know, it's in, one. In, I would say 2005, 2006, mm-hmm. the Florida Marlins. They were uh, they were entering a rough rough stretch. And they needed they needed a theme song. They just got in a new ballpark, mm-hmm. and um, you know, a, a influx of fresh young talent. You know, they they needed a theme song to to boost the morale of the team. Mm-hmm. And um, so they who do you reached turn out. To? You're in who Florida. Do you, if you're in Florida, who right. do you turn to? Well, we did this recently. We did this. We did Florida artists recently. So who, this could who be we... the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, you guys want to take any guesses who the Marlins would turn to, to uh, to write their Marlins theme song? Would turn to. Is this a Florida native? It is. Okay. Absolutely. Greg, any guesses? Was it uh, Death? Was it the band Death? <laughs> <laughs> That's a great guess. That would actually right. probably be an improvement. Uh, um, oh, okay. So it's bad. It's oh, it's terrible. It's terrible, <laughs> dude. Uh-huh. I can't even it, put up a front anymore. If you guys haven't heard this, if you guys don't know what I'm talking about yet, no idea. No. no. Is this like an Evanescence tribute band or something like that? Oh, worse. Way worse. Okay. okay. But you're in worse. the same. You're in the same ballpark, so to speak. Oh, is it Limbiscuit? Hey. No. Again, same ballpark. You're getting close. <sighs> Mm. Think Florida. Is it Fre- is Who's Fred the Dur- famous uh, terrible band from Florida? Creed. Oh, Creed oh, from Florida. Oh. <laughs> that makes sense. I didn't even know they're from Florida, but of course they're from Florida. <laughs> you guys haven't <laughs> have heard this song this? before. You guys no. haven't heard this before. Do we have to? All right. Well, thankfully, now it's, it's making per- se- it's, it's making it's, sense it's, now because yeah. some, some this came up with. Uh, I saw somebody posting about. Okay, gotcha. Now it's all clicking. This this is magical. Um, this is pro- perfect promo length. It's almost exactly a minute and thirty. So I'm just gonna let this play. Do it. Okay. Um, you guys well, it's can. Been, if if this is where you stop listening, hope you have a great week, honestly, everyone. Honestly, we could end mm-hmm. the podcast on this note right here. Yeah, um, Nick, we'll we'll talk to you next week. <laughs> that's that's fine. I'm 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 done. If I have to listen to Creed right now, I'm done. Hey, no, it's not <laughs> even Creed. It's storming just out Scott. of here. This is Scott Stapp solo. That's even worse. Yeah. But it is. uh, this is called Marlins Will Soar. Oh right, we'll see you on 90 seconds. Sorry. Let's play ball. It's game day. We want strikeouts, base hits, double plays. Take the field, hear the roar of the crowd.
diving catch, a stolen base, a perfect game, a triple play, a noble playoff race, yes, well series champs will Hoping and dreaming you will suck. Mm. <laughs> That's what I heard. I mean, you I can't, I can't, I can't add anything to that. That's perfection. Yeah. That yep. is sheer perfection. Uh, right. Strikeouts and double plays and baseball. Oh. A triple play. Yeah. You literally just... A bunch of baseball terms and just wrote them on a sheet of paper. Yeah, yeah. strikeouts and a bulk mm-hmm. and a bobble yeah. here. A bulk and a bulk. So yeah, oh, that's man. Scott Stapp's uh, interpretation. Thank you. A thank you. Bulk. Let's go with a beanball and bulking. <laughs> Bunting and balking all day. Uh. Nick, good stuff. Nick, what? Nick. <laughs> I'm good. I, I don't know how you can top that, but uh, go You're ahead right. and try. He'll try. That's fine. That's fine. Can we can we get a palate cleanser? <laughs> please. Oh, God, please. Okay, so there's this album that came out on Friday. It was moments after I got vaccinated, so of course I loved it. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, then I, and then I listened to it again over the weekend, and I was like, ah, it's not too bad. Uh, but this is, there's a new album by this guy, Riley Walker, Okay. Um, which I hadn't really heard of. I um, hadn't heard of this guy, but... Uh, really interesting. Let's let's listen to the a bit of that first track. It's called uh, "Striking Down Your Big Premiere." You got it. Let's play ball. It's nope. Indie. Oh, sorry, wrong. Nope. confusing so so confusing i have to say nick i I really like this guy's music i really do but his 
His lyrics and his deliveries have me just perplexed. Like I don't know whether I like it or not, but it's, it's just so like, different. I have no reference for it. It's it's really cool. I like it. I think I like it's it. It's like a it's like a Nick Drake Harry Chapin on vocals with like early yes <laughs> as the backing band. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm looking at this article here and it says he was uh, supporting Richard Thompson on tour. Get out of here! In 2019. Really? No yeah. kidding. Wow. So he yeah, must like, it's, like him. it's like a progressive folk or something like that. Like he's his voice is so out of pace with like the mood that the music sets up. All the songs I felt that way, but I was like, you know what? That's I. I'm being too. Cl- I'm being too close-minded if I can't, because like I don't dislike the guy's voice. It just was so odd paired yeah. with the music. Yeah, um, it's 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 odd. He, I, it, it's odd. But he's on he's on guitar and 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 his lead. I was like, that man. That's that's oh, a yeah. good sounding lead. Oh like yeah, he's really he's shredding it up, and it's kind of like, almost like early Zappa in there a little bit. Definitely. Um, so very cool influences. His project. So I I, I was uh, talking to um, to my cousin Tim Youngworth right after I listened to this for whatever oh, reason, this and is I mentioned Tim him. Youngworth. Right. Yes. Yeah. And and so I was like, Tim, you got to listen to this. And he was like, Actually, his previous record <laughs> was a reimagining of the Lily White sessions. And I was like, What? So I really? checked that out, man. I checked that. out. Have you listened to that yet? He, I haven't. He said some of it's amazing and some of it is total garbage. Yeah. Um, hmm. I don't know what. I don't know where you fell on that. On that. Uh, I, I'm about the same way. For those who don't know, the the Lily. Apparently, this guy Riley Walker is a huge Dave Matthews band fan, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. huge. And uh, the Lily White sessions are these like renowned sessions that this took place. This mystical album that didn't. That, that yeah. That was didn't that was happen replaced by the. That Glenn Ballard came up with. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Around around the time when we were going to college, around the year two thousand, they produced this great album, Gray Street. They submitted the record label and they said it was too negative and too too weird. Oh, was it? Uh, or too, was it? And too yeah, dark. Okay. Yeah, and too yeah, dark. Yeah, yeah. So, Dave Matthews Band went back into the studio and produced this piece of trash called Everything, that basically ruined the band. You know, if you're if you were a super fan like we every were, every day back in, or everything, every day, everything, every whatever. Day. Yeah. Yeah. Every piece of crap, and right, um, right. so anyway, this guy Riley Rocker went back in and reimagined a lot of those songs from the quote unquote Lily White sessions, mm-hmm. and it's really interesting. I, you gotta listen to it. It's really the guy has got some cojones, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, he really flips the songs inside out, but in a good way in most cases, I think. Cool. Cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was listening to it today, it man, and I just couldn't. It's it's just all over the place. There's some good parts and some not so good parts. But. You know what? You know what's fascinating is I listened to this and I was like, wow, this is like, I don't like this as an album. I like hmm. songs from it, and hmm. that's very rare that I like don't attach to, like to the whole idea of the album, but only want to pluck out songs from it. Uh, but I couldn't I couldn't sustain it for like a whole listen. Yeah, I had to like break it up in order to to not get tired of it. So, yeah. but a guy's super talented. No doubt. Interesting, interesting album. So we recorded last week, and I think it was the next day. We recorded on Tuesday, actually, last week. Um, and the next day, I was listening to Marketplace, and I heard this this uh, segment about uh, Apple investing $50 million into this company called United Masters. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So kind of bookmarked it and then checked it out a little bit later. And this is my topic for the week, is this United Masters uh, thing. Okay. And... I would like to present it as a distribution service. Uh, they c- characterized it in the in the marketplace article as uh, as a label. But did you guys check this out at all? Did you look at? Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. The the interesting thing is that the that the, their whole pitch is that 
you sign up for this, and it basically is a way to distribute your music, your music um, and, and you get a 90-10 split on royalties. Or you can pay them 60 bucks a year and get 100% of your royalties. But the thing that they're that it seems like they're trying to bring to the table are some things like like what's been influenced by the Apple purchase, which is uh, licensing deals directly to organizations like MLB and ESPN, uh, college sports, basically mm -hmm. as an avenue to to create a licensing and distribution model directly between artists and these services that are yeah. looking for original music that are sick of dealing with labels. I read it and I thought it was great, but I'm curious what you guys thought. Well. I, I mean, I'm interested in anything that purports to be a, a quality distribution service for independent musicians. Mm -hmm. um, but I, I, I couldn't help but like read the Marketplace article and I went on their, their website and checked out what they had to offer. And really it just, it looked like a version of what I have now as an independent artist just with better PR and better marketing around it. Mm -hmm. um, I would also agree that there seems to be better tie-ins with other industries, like you were saying, like they, they're trying to get uh, their big marketing pushes that they were able to get these independent artists involved in the soundtrack for the new 2K Sports basketball right. game, right. which is very cool, very cool. But mm -hmm. I mean, that's probably like five artists out of yeah. millions who yeah. submitted. So that's that's really just a, a PR stunt in my opinion. But yeah, so I've been using this 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 company called TuneCore mm -hmm. um, since ever since uh, we released the Sleepers album back in 2013, mm -hmm. uh, and that was back when th there wasn't really that was the only company that we knew of at the time that offered a easy way to distribute your music to all of the streaming services, Across Apple Music, platforms. everything. Mm -hmm. And right. all I had to do was just cut them a check. It was like $14 a year at the time. I think it's more mm -hmm. than that now. Um, and they take care of all the rest. And it makes sure that all the, you know, I do get royalty payments such as they are that come in. Um, they take, they don't take anything because I'm paying them for the service. So it's like the, you pay them $60, you get 100% back. Mm -hmm. um, so it seems like the same thing. But again, if this service has a bigger reach and has more niche places that it can reach that that's that's potentially interesting yeah mm -hmm. yeah so i i don't mean to sound like dismissive we were talking about it before and i think i came off as dismissive about it i'm not no, it just no, it's... didn't sound like they were bringing a lot new to the table just better right. just better packaged right it appears to me just like from the united masters website Again, this this would appeal to someone who is just getting into putting music out there. I mean, just like even the way that the the, the, the sort of imagery, mm -hmm. it's uh, young artists that are they're all holding phones, <laughs> mm -hmm. like the, you know. And uh, I mean, I'm not trying to mock it or anything. I'm just I just mean like it's it seems like th th this is uh, very linked in with um, I, I think TikTok as well and, the, and Twitch. Right, so it's like it's it's sort of the next generation, and I'm I'm we'd be remiss to uh, to ignore it um, because I could see this becoming bigger, but it it's not guaranteed to. Um, no, of course not, of course no. not. But they've got but they've gotten a lot of attention, and I would argue, and I would mm -hmm. say, yeah, that's actually that's because of excellent marketing, like mm -hmm. not because of what the core service brings out to the, out of the gate, uh, except that they got Apple in. 
Yeah, you know, and, mm-hmm. and that is that's deep. not for nothing. It is no doubt. Yeah. Because uh, they've got, they're gonna, they're gonna push this all over the place. They're gonna push their artists. They'll consider them their artists and push them first right. and foremost. So, Bird Club. Uh, easy. <laughs> he was easy first in line. Jeez, Again, please. first in line. He, he was... no, he's been on United Masters. It's yeah, it's a long story. <laughs> I don't even understand. It's, mm-hmm. um, just bitching at me about royalty checks every freaking week. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I did think it was interesting that that somehow they caught the eye of Apple enough to, to, yeah. to warrant an investment. And I do think it's because of all of the relationships that they've established with services like Twitch. And also, I, I think that they are they have this whole like glossary of terms you need to look out for. So I do think they're they're aiming at like the like low to mid uh, uh, level band that maybe is looking at getting signed or getting in advance, you know, got, got, their, cool. op- got their opportunity, knowing full well that the label's not gonna do jack shit other than you know expect and just make that bet and not do anything for them and right, and right. you know don't they'll get nothing out of the deal and, and and in lieu of that if it gives an opportunity for that artist to you know get on a platform that can create where they are still the ones doing their own they're pushing themselves they're selling themselves but i'm also curious what to see what 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 they do in that vein as well because yeah. they're so good at marketing w- w- how do they take that how do they take that and apply it to the artists that are on their platform no um, doubt no doubt. It'll be interesting to look out for. Yeah. Um, so. It's weird that we're in a position now where, like, you have you got to pay a label to, like, be interested in you. <laughs> or pretend to have interest in you. <laughs> At you least know? they're, like, not putting the blinders on and making it seem yeah. like it's, right. some, you know, you just hit your magic moment when reality is that you're 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 going to be the same place you were a year from now that you are today. Yeah. Just more broke. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, no, it's cool. Yeah. And I, I also like the fact that they're pushing the idea that... Like to be a successful musician, you don't nec- you don't have to have a song that's at the top of the charts. You know, you don't no. even have to have a song that's in the charts. You just like, need to you- own your song. Right. Well, because like the charts but, aren't as relevant anymore. Sorry, maybe. Sorry. What sorry. I what I mean to say is that they're pushing like alternative ways of getting your music out there. Be it a mm-hmm. video game. Yeah. Be it right. in a TV show. Be it yeah. in an mm-hmm. ad. Which you know, is a, that has been the reality for years. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. like I mean you know as as for instance you. See, you know, you like to bring up. I heard this band on FIFA. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, or I saw, I saw it. I heard it in this show. I, it's funny. I've been actually watching um, uh, a show called The Leftovers recently, okay. and um, there was a song by an artist that I knew. It, you know, this show's like ten years old, mm-hmm. or something like that. You know, and mm-hmm. it's someone who I knew from the DC area who kind of had this like little moment. You know, and and nice. got it got this one single out there, and I was like. I know that I know that voice. Why do I know that voice? Ah, you know, but yeah, they their moment was based around uh, this guy's. This guy was signed to Four AD, but they, it it was immediately like Chanel ads and different oh, things wow. like that. You know, it's Four mm-hmm. AD is like a, a massive independent record label. Yeah, they have like yeah. Cocteau Twins, Grimes, like people like that. Yeah, and uh, anyway, so it was like, well, he got signed by the label, but then immediately it was like. Get in this TV show. Get in, you know, or, and even like the Black Keys. I mean, nice. You know, the, the, like car commercials. You know, yeah. I'm just saying. Like, well, I remember he- hearing Tame Impala on a BlackBerry commercial, mm-hmm. and being like, <laughs> yeah, "Oh, elephant, wow, elephant yeah, exactly." Yeah, that's how yeah. They yep. And I, and I was like, uh, "Yeah, like, there's no nobody is above that now." Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Because yeah. Tame Impala was still kind of like this emerging emerging indie artist, and I was like, yeah. "Well, th- but then that's how that's it. That's how you break through." That mm-hmm. actually means you're more mainstream now than like being at the top of the charts. Or when I heard Black Puma was in the Capital One ad, yep. there you go. I'm like, oh, there you go, mainstream. There, they hit it. You know? Yep. 
They hit it. Cre- and I, I haven't looked at a ch- culture. Yeah. I haven't looked at a music chart and <laughs> I don't even remember. <laughs> you know, but I, if you but if you pay attention, you'll you'll know who's doing well and who isn't. You know, yeah. or I mean, you'll know who's doing well is what I'm saying. Well, yeah. it seemed like something to keep an eye on because it yeah, was, it's um, very cool. Yeah, yeah, and and they do have a pretty sweet looking analytics dashboard for to show you all your streams coming into one place and. Oh, well, uh, all right. Um, yeah. <laughs> right on. So, we'll see. Sweet. That's what I got. What I got. Well, thank you, Mr. Klein, and thank you, Mr. Loman. Um, You're welcome. We're getting right. on. We're getting on in the evening. Yes. I think we got to wrap this piece up. Why don't you tell the, the fine folks out there how to get in touch with this, Mr. Loman? All right. And gladly. Um, go to Facebook. You'll find us there. You'll find us on Instagram. Find us on Twitter at ShouldCheck. And uh, feel free to find us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and leave a review. Tell a friend. Send us an email, podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Yes, and, indeed. And, uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's do this again next week, eh, boys? And you should check like it out com. You is. should check yeah. it out com. Thank you, Nick. <laughs> and I, I, I have to issue an apology to the Orioles because... This always happens. As soon as I start paying attention to them, they lose. And tonight we lost. See, we lost to the we Yankees. Seven we shouldn't mil. have talked about them. We shouldn't have talked about exactly. them. Exactly. Like I said, don't bring up the Orioles and they'll continue to win. Seven nil. Sorry, Oz. It comes and goes. It yep. starts. That's we right. need to get Scott's That's back a good involved season while it lasted. Yeah. No, we don't. <laughs> no, we don't. No, we don't. and double plays. Bunch and walks and box. 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 What should I rhyme walks. walk with? Balk. 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 All right, boys. Well, thank you Balk. so much. We will see you here next week. This is You Should Check It Out. Peace. Yeah. Good one, everybody. Later.